Welcome to the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle and it should be simple. We are so grateful you're here with us today. Let's dive in. Welcome back, everybody, to the Creative Rise podcast. And I'm Christy. Hey, hey, Joey here. How's it going, guys? I hope it's going good. I hope it's going good. I hope it's going good. I hope this Joey, pod- how's it going? I hope this podcast makes it go more good. <laughs> I, I hope, I hope I, I know it that's goes not how more you say good it, too. But I was just going to say that because that's how that was like the wording that you had slid in there. I hope you guys are all doing great. Today, yes. we've got a super fun episode for you. Um, another episode you guys have just been asking for because we love doing the episodes you guys ask for. Uh, so if you so want an episode us. done, yeah. DM us at Creative Rise on Instagram. We'll be happy to entertain the idea of what you want us to talk about. And if we think there's value there for all the listeners... Then we're, we're going to deliver on it. And so that's what this was. Somebody asked us and said, yo, what do I do when I want to work with brands, but brands don't want to work with me? And Great so this episode is going to be called, Why Brands Don't Want to Work With You. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. And Christy's always like, oh, it's just Happens negative titles. Best. But I'm like, well, they're negative titles because they're problems we're solving. We're just double negatives over here. We're just turning it into a positive. Yeah, it's going to be a positive. So that is the <laughs> that is the goal for today. Absolutely. Uh, we're going to speak on why you want to work with brands, but they don't want to work with you. Absolutely. And the reason why we're going to speak on that is because we've been there where we've wanted to work with brands, but they didn't want to work with us. And, and we're it's a now, bummer. We're now on the other side of that. And we've been on the other side of that for years. And I think there's a couple key things that can help you get onto the other side of that. So we're, that's what we're going to talk about today. We're but stoked. just as we did this last episode, we are going to read a review for you. Um, just to thank you guys for writing reviews about this podcast. So uh, the first one we're going to shout out is CB Barbarian. Just now, a really fun now one. CB Barbarian came in with a little bit of, I hope I don't know this person, but if I do, um, yeah, this honesty, is, this is just, I guess. This is honesty. <laughs> CB Barbarian real. came in on October 6th, 2020. He came in hot. With a one-star review Oof. titled, Oosh. Back Away from the Mic. Oh, so no. So CB wants us CB. to back away from the mic. He came in with a very barbarous review. And it okay. says, really bad super, superficial business advice delivered in a high school cafeteria pistache. Aw. Is so it pistache? Feeling the love tonight. Feeling the love. Is it uh, pistache? Or? I want to say it's pastiche, but I also am saying that not even really know what knowing what it is. means. So. I just look at that and I see pistachio. Oops. So Oops. anyways, <laughs> um, CB, we just want to let you know, we don't count one star reviews to get into the iPad giveaway, but for the sake of you being so honest, and it sounds like your high school experience wasn't the best, we will enter you in the draw for the, iPad, the iPad, giveaway, iPad giveaway, which is coming on October 19th, 1998. But we are no longer that accepting any sense. more one-star reviews than the iPad giveaway. I just put 1998 on the end of it. That's my birthday. <laughs> what did I say? For Joey's birthday on October 1998, 19th, a national holiday, everybody. 2020, holiday. we are giving away an iPad. Happy birthday to me. I'm giving Happy you an birthday. iPad. Happy so, birthday. It is better to give to receive, Joseph. But we can't just read that review. Let's no, read no, it. Let's we got to read it. We got to read a five-star one. That's actually the only one. negative review we've gotten yet, which is great. Exactly. We've gotten all five-star reviews other than that one. Yes. So whatever whatever we did, CB, that made you not want to listen sorry. to this podcast and give a, a good review, we're very sorry. Um, but um, we hope you keep listening. We got Avery coming in on October 2nd with a 10 out of 10 would recommend title for her five-star review. It says, I feel like I'm chatting with some friends. Aw. This podcast is a healthy That's balance. That's one of favorite TV shows. I love friends. Yeah. This um, this podcast is a healthy balance of empowerment, motivation, and accountability. I love that the podcasts are 15 to 20 minutes. It's a perfect snack when you need a little extra pick-me-up in your creative life. Mm. Aw. 
It's a good a little, little snack. snack in the high school cafeteria. Yeah. That's so good. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, Avery. Appreciate yeah. it. And if you Shout want to, you, to get entered into the iPad giveaway, again, the 19th, leave a five-star written review. and On Apple Podcasts. On Apple Podcasts. And we would love to. And, and make it a little humorous. Tell us about your high school experience yeah. if you want. In you the, wanna, just like, we just like read CB it. did. Tell us about your high school experience. We will Hopefully, read it. it was better than his. Yes. Uh, but if you review us after the 19th, just thank you. We just want to say thank you. We might give away something else uh, a little bit down the road here. Yeah. But anyways, today is going to be fun. Why brands don't want to work with you and how to fix that. Exactly. Um, that is what we, I don't know. I think that's what we're going to call the episode. Uh, but th- that's what we're going to talk about today on the episode. Yeah. Because that's the problem. You know how we always start with a problem and then we're going to tell you why that problem is important and how to solve it. So the problem is you want to work with brands, but they don't want to work with you. So sad. They look at you and just say, no, thank you. And they wave away. Or they or don't even know they don't no even, thank you. They don't even notice you, which they is They just even worse. ghost you and it's sad. Look, you've it, got great work and yeah. you've got a killer pitch and then you just get straight up ghosted. You just get ghosted. Happen to the best They leave you just on red for months and you're like, oh, come on, man. Um, or even worse, you don't even get the email to the person you're trying to get it to or the DM mm. to the person you're trying to get it to. So, you watch as, this is the worst feeling in the world, is when you pitch a brand and then like a week later, two days later, you're scrolling on Instagram and you literally see the same brand you just pitched posting photos, videos, whatever it's going to be. And you're just like, oh my gosh, that is the worst content. And I just pitched <laughs> you guys to help you. And now you're declining my pitch because you haven't answered me. And now you're posting like just terrible stuff. I've been there. I know Christy's been there. Yes. I guarantee you, if you listen to this and you're a photographer, filmmaker, designer, whatever you're doing, web developer, you've been in a situation too where you've pitched somebody on something. They then put out something that you could have helped them on. And it's just not good. Yeah. It's not good. And it sucks because it's like, ooh, like, am I really that bad? Or was my pitch that bad that they're willing to put that out, but not hire me? Yeah. Or you've stopped pitching in general because you're oh, so frustrated. You and you don't, you don't, and you're like, what am I doing wrong? And you have no idea that happens to so many people. And you guys, what it really boils down to is reaching out to brands is a lot more personal than you think. A lot more personal than you think. Because, Christy, what's the truth about what's behind a brand? The truth about it is that you're not talking to a corporation, you're talking to a person. You're always talking to a person, you're always talking to a human being. Always, 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 unless you're talking to Siri on your Apple iPhone, but you are talking to a person. There is a person behind the Instagram account of Patagonia. There is a person on the other end of a customer service email for United Airlines. There is always a human being behind the screen Mm -hmm. in which you're trying to communicate. And Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we forget that. We always forget that. And so uh, we're going to get into why that's important because that's really important. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know there's been times in my career where I have felt super just hesitant and paralyzed when it comes to pitching brands because I'm just like, ah, oh, they never answer me. Ah, oh, they're just so big. Ah, oh, like they don't care about me. I'm just this little kid with a camera who's trying to shoot things. And the reality is nine times out of 10, I bet you that person on the other side of the phone or the other side of the Instagram account on the other side of the customer service email actually would (laughs) trade positions with you to be self-employed, you know, have your finances in your control in terms of your financial future, freedom with your time, you're your own boss, all that stuff. Nine times out of 10, they think you're the cool one, Mm -hmm. which is really interesting. And I didn't understand that until somebody who I was talking to who was a brand manager actually told me that. They're like, ah, I just like... 
I would totally trade spots with you. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I thought working for this company would be a dream. And he's like, but you look work for yourself. Like, that's the best thing. And I was like, oh, well, that gave me a lot of perspective. So we are going to talk about today why reaching out to brands is a lot more personal than you think, how to do it properly, and how to make brands want to work with you and you want to work with brands. Absolutely. Um, which is cool. So we're going to start with why. So why, why do brands not want to work with you? Because that's, mm-hmm. that's the question of the day every time we do one of these podcasts is why are we talking about this? Why do brands not want to work with you? Absolutely. It's because people want to work with those they know, like, and trust. Not brands want to work with people they know, like, and trust. People do because people are behind the brands. Exactly. So and that means, yes, brands want to work with people <laughs> they know, like, and trust. Exactly. And brands also have a really high stranger danger, stranger danger sensitivity. We have all been trained from little kids to run away from strangers. Brands have done and been taught the same thing. So you guys, when we send like a really half creepy DM or an out of nowhere, really cold corporate email, why do we expect that that is going to solidify a thriving relationship and they're going to send us money? Like if I get an email from like some person, like you guys get like junk emails where it's like, hey, I'm in this other country and I need to send you money and blah, blah, blah. Like you're like immediately delete. I'm going to get a virus even well, opening or, this email. Or even legit emails. Like I got one. We I've gotten probably 25 emails since starting this podcast from podcast people who are pitching me to get on this show. They want to come on this show and be guest speakers on the show. And it's real. It's not fake. It's real. These are real people that are saying, hey, found your show on Apple Podcasts. Would love to come on and teach on this, this, and this. But I just... I, I don't know. They're strangers. We don't me. know them. They're stranger danger. So we are, we are I, protective. I'm not going to take your value if I have no idea who you are. Exactly. You have to think about it. Brands are protective over their brand. We're protective over the Creative Rise brand. So we're not totally. going to bring on anybody, just anybody. We want someone who we know, like, and trust. You wouldn't ask someone to marry you on the first date, right, Joey? Yeah. So this is one of the biggest, this is one of the biggest things I see. Uh, I, and myself included, I've done this many, many times. I remember when I first got into like hardcore brand work, when I said, okay, this is really what I'm going to like go for. I was 14 when I started my business. I'm like, I'm going to pitch for five to seven hours a day. You're thinking, okay, that sounds insane. There's no way Joey did that. I literally did that. And I did that because I saw a Gary Vee video when I was really young. It was when he was getting really big on Insta, or in the beginning stages of his Instagram career, um, when he was way under like 100,000 followers. So he was really small on Instagram. And he just bounced over from Twitter. And he literally had a video of him sitting in a chair, in a barber chair, getting his hair cut. And he was like, Instagram DM is about to be the most powerful tool you've ever seen in your beep, 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 beep life. Because he has crazy language. And I remember sitting there going, oh my gosh, that's so true. He was saying that never before has it been so accessible to get a message in front of a brand. Before you used to have to guess the emails, you know, marketing at unitedairlines.com, customer service at unitedairlines.com, um, pitches at United Air, you know, airlines.com. You just have to guess this stuff and just hope that your email would land in front of the right person. But with social media and specifically Instagram, that changed the way brands interact with the consumer market. Mm. And so he was saying, if you spend five to seven hours a day pitching people on Instagram DM, you're going to be in a good place. So I did it. And I did it. And I used to spend hours and hours and hours sending out these cold DMs to so many brands. I'd pitch 10 brands, click on their Instagram accounts, click on the suggested and pitch all the brands that were suggested and then click on the next suggested. I used to do that for hours and hours and hours. And in a lot of ways it worked because out of every hundred people I'd pitch, I'd get one deal, but that number wasn't good enough for me. And I came down to, well, this is the issue. 
you should never ask someone to marry you on the first date. We don't recommend it. We don't recommend it. And um, that's what Joey did, but you know, I did not do that. <laughs> but that would have been, you know, we'll use us as an example. You guys heard in the last podcast that we're engaged, uh, which is freaking awesome. Um, and we met in the LAX, Los Angeles. International Airport Security Line. No joke. Crazy story. Which is a crazy story. Podcast. It's a story for another podcast. If you want to hear it, let us know and maybe we'll do an episode on it. Um, but we met in the LAX Airport Security Line and uh, Christy actually tapped me on the shoulder. So I didn't tap you on the shoulder. So we'll use you as the example. If Christy came up to me and said, hey, nice to meet you. Want to get married? I would have probably been like, you're a freak. You've been like, yeah. I, I probably would have been do like, it. But I would have been like, oh my gosh, like this is incredibly weird. What is going on? Uh, in the PSA same on. way, you should not be asking brands to marry you on the first date. Yep. You shouldn't be doing that. On the first interaction, you should never be getting brands to, you should never put a brand in a position where you're asking them for a massive commitment the first time you talk to them. Now, you might be saying, but Joey, I'm not asking for them to marry me. I'm asking for them to hire me. That's not as big of a commitment. Like, I don't know if I'm speaking to a guy or a girl, but I just want to say, dude, that like them responding to you, let alone paying you is a massive commitment yep. for a brand manager to take, you know, or marketing manager, or social manager to take 15 minutes of their time to read your email or read your DM, come up with a response, track you in a database. So they know that you, they've sent you a message. They've got your eye on you and give you a response and then monitor it for when you respond that is a huge commitment for yep. someone who does that for a living and is constantly talking to tons of people mm -hmm. to try and push that brand forward. So even getting a response from a brand is a big commitment, let alone getting paid by one. And so you should never expect to get a response before you've put in the work, the same way you would never ask someone to marry you before you put in the work. Maybe this is like good dating advice for somebody as well. Maybe, Maybe we're helping I, someone. I, I if, hope it is. If this helps you in your dating life, would you please send me a message and we will tell or your write story. us a review and talk about write it. Write us a review. <laughs> talk about <laughs> it. Um, I'm hoping maybe six months from now, like someone will write a review saying like, I listened to that one on why brands don't want to work with me. I out right away. And I just now, Yeah, and now we're getting married because I took your advice. So what we're going to uh, tell you is we're going to talk today about something that I call the 10 cent rule. Guys, it's so good. This has been something that I don't know where I got this. I, uh, I don't know. I, I'm tempted to say I created it in terms of the name. I think it's like a couple things that I just kind of smushed together, but I might be wrong. So if you're listening to this and I somehow <laughs> and got you it from made you, it up. Re re write, us write a, review. a review. We would love to know about it. But this is what I call the 10 cent rule. That's definitely what I call it. I think if I did get it from somebody, I might've been called something else or maybe it was just something I came across in conversation with someone. It didn't have a name and I gave it a name. Doesn't matter. Anyways, we'll, we'll move on. So the 10 cent rule is crucial. And the 10 cent rule is an effective strategy that helps you connect helps you challenge and helps you pursue brands you want to work with and build a relationship with them before you ask them to marry you, which mm. would be the pitch. We're going to marry the pitch, you know, that we're going to marry the pitch and the proposal together. Um, that doesn't even make sense. I'm trying to say, you know, the word marry can mean join things. I was trying to say, we're going to marry the marry and the pitch together. <laughs> to make it an analogy to make it make sense but that just makes it even more confusing we're going to we're going to tell you that like i'm just gonna move on that doesn't make any sense um anyways the 10 cent rule simply goes as this it's real over here folks simply goes as this brands as we said earlier 
want to work with people they know, like, and trust. They do not want to work with anybody they've got high stranger danger mentality towards. So please do not send them a half creepy DM or an out of nowhere cold email. Now, don't I'm not saying that stuff doesn't work, but you shouldn't expect it to work. You should expect yeah. this to work, however. The 10 cent rule simply goes as this. Uh, Christy, what are you working on right now uh, in your snowboarding? In my snowboarding? Yeah. I'm working on not falling as much. Cool. So uh, I think you should actually adjust your bindings. You should shift your heel position forward just like two degrees. And I think it's actually going to keep you off your heel side edge, you know, and put you more on your toes. And I don't think you'll fall as much. Mm-hmm. What I just did was I just gave Christy my two cents on something. I gave her value of some kind. And what happens is she now goes, oh, okay, thank you so much, Joey. Or thank she just so acknowledges much, that I gave her value. What you call that is the two you give. You're, that's when you're giving someone your two cents. Everyone knows that analogy. Oh yeah, well here's my two cents, and then they speak their opinion on something. Mm-hmm. The ten cent rule is simply giving value five times a week, which equals ten cents, because each time you give value five times, you it's two cents you're giving away. So the ten cent rule is when you give a brand, you interact with a brand five times in one week, giving them value of some sort. Now, you might be saying, well, why would you do that? Well, because brands only all want to work with people they know, like, and trust. So you can never expect a brand to want to work with you if they don't know who you are. So the 10 cent rule is a great way for a brand to get familiar with who you are, what your name is, what your craft is, so that the next time that they sit down and have a board meeting about someone they need to hire, who do they hire? They hire the first person that's top of mind. The yeah. first person that they know, like, and trust that comes mm. to their mind. Yep. And if you've been given their t- your two cents to them for a month, meaning you're giving them value, your name's going to come up in that conversation. And I can speak that because I've been in that position. And that's what we're giving this to you today. So Christy, what are some examples of like the 10 cent rule of giving your two cents? How can you do that? Someone yes. might be saying, well, I don't, how do I do that? How do I give them that value? Or what is that value? Totally. So this completely happened to me, you guys. This is a true, true story. When I first started doing wedding photography, I just had this big dream goal of working with Anthropology. Um, they're Beholden, which is their wedding line. This big dream. I was really wanting to work with them, all this stuff, but I never had enough confidence to just straight up cold reach out to them. And I'm so glad I didn't actually at the time because I spent probably a year. Now, this is a really long time of giving your 10 cent, but I was I spent a year constantly giving them my two cents. So I would tag them when I when I would shoot brides with Beholden dresses. I'd be taking Instagram stories, tagging them, talking about how amazing Beholden was online. I was constantly liking their two photos. Cents. Two cents. Two following cents. Following their Every Instagram. Every time you do something like that, you're giving them your two cents. Exactly. Constantly tagging them. Just always interacting with their brand online. Posting it on your story. Yeah. I had, Commenting in their comment section. Exactly. I had no idea they even knew who I was until I got out of nowhere an email from Beholden saying they wanted to work with me and collaborate on a shoot together. I like almost fell out of my chair. I was so excited. It was like my dream coming true. It was amazing. And what I had heard from the backstory after I spent probably just a good amount of time going on all these incredible trips around the country with them, spending full on weekends doing uh, these amazing influencer shoots with Beholden and just having the best time ever became super close with the girls that I was working with that were behind the scenes of Beholden, behind the Instagram, behind seeing me tagging them on all this different stuff. And they said that they had all, they were all sitting around a table one day planning this collaboration shoot. And they said, okay, who's going to be the photographer? 
And they go, well, this girl, Christy, keeps posting all of our stuff and tagging us. And we love her photos, but she just has kept coming up, kept coming up, kept coming up. And so we just went with you because you were like the first person we were talking about. And because they know, like, and trusted you because you were constantly interacting with them. You gave them their two cents, which is genius. Uh, And you didn't even know you're doing that at the time. But now that we've frameworked all this stuff, um, you now know that. And that's what we we help people do is help them implement the 10 cent rule. We've seen it work. Uh, with lots of our Creative Rise Mastermind, you know, graduates and current members, we've seen it work with them. Yeah. I've got a story as well. There was, I mean, there's, I have lots of stories about this because I've been, I've been utilizing this tool for, for years in my business. And to tie back to the original story, the issue with me pitching, you know, 20 brands a day when I was talking about after I saw that Gary Vee video when I was really young was I was putting in the work, I was grinding, I was reaching out to a lot of them and I was getting responses from some of them. But a lot of them, I was had I had such a bad conversion rate because I was not utilizing the 10 cent rule. They had no idea who I was. And so when I would reach out to them, they were like, oh, cool, nice to meet you, but we don't really want to work with you because we don't know you yet. And so the issue is if you were someone who said, they're going, I'm reaching out, I'm reaching out, I'm reaching out. First of all, I commend you for doing that because you have to do that. You There has to be seasons of your business if you want to get into brand photography. If you do not already have a massive referral system referring you brands all the time, where you have to just spend a ton of my, a ton of um, time, sorry, just doing audience push. Where am I going to push in and where am I going to pitch? Where am I going to push? What industry am I pushing into and what industry am I pitching? However, if you're not implementing the 10 cent rule, which is commenting on the brand stuff, you know, the week before you're going to pitch, comment on their stuff a ton, send them DMs, comment on their YouTube, go to their Twitter, send them a DM on Twitter, you know, go to their TikTok, go on TikTok now, go to their, their blog, leave a comment on their blog if they have a blog, like go everywhere you can find them and give them value. This is a great way. Uh, I'll tell you about a story with, with Yeti. Yeti pitched me. And I'll tell you how that happened and why that was crucial. Well, I implemented the 10 cent rule. I always dreamed of working with Yeti. Always dreamed of working with Yeti because I came from the outdoor brand space and that's still the space I'm in. And so when I thought of Yeti, I was like, oh my gosh, this is one of the coolest and the most iconic brands in the world when it comes to outdoor stuff. They're changing the, like they make freaking coolers for crying out loud and they sell them for hundreds of dollars and everyone loves Yeti. Mm-hmm. How are they doing this? And so I just started interacting with them and telling them how much I appreciate their brand and the way they communicate with people and the way they stick to the core values of the content they put out. Yeti's content is incredible. I always wanted to work for Yeti. And so what I did was I used to literally go into my local outdoor store. I would take products in the store. I wouldn't even leave the store and I would like put them on my store. I'd be like, oh my gosh, these new Yeti Ramblers are so sick, blah, 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 blah. And I would just talk about them because I genuinely love the products. But every time I was doing that, I was intentionally dropping value to Yeti, showing them that I support what they do, showing them that I understand their mission, showing them that I am someone who is keen to really, really get involved with them. And all of a sudden, after months of dropping the 10 cents, which I was just doing for fun because I genuinely love their brand and I knew it was going to pay off long term. I wake up and I have, a, I have an, a personalized email from one of their marketing managers. And so that ended up going on and, and becoming an awesome deal. That was one of the funnest you know, brands we've ever worked with and um, great relationship with them. Now, it's because I treated them as if they were people. I was interacting with them and interacting with them and interacting with them and interacting with them way before I decided to pitch them to the point that they pitched me before I could pitch them. And so the 10 cent rule, guys, is crucial. Mm-hmm. Drop a comment. Talk about what you love about their product. 
tag them on your Instagram story, shouting out, you know, maybe their new YouTube video they just released and talk about why you like it. Yep. Go to the store, physically buy their products. Mm-hmm. You want to shoot, you want to, you want to shoot what you want to get paid for. So you're never going to get paid or, you know, Ford's probably not going to reach out to you until you have photos of you interacting with their brand and shooting their brand. So interact with the stuff you want to get paid for and then make sure that you're interacting with the brand utilizing the 10 cent rule which is drop your two cents five times a week and do that four weeks a couple weeks in a row before you pitch them that way when you pitch them you're a common name in that marketing system in that brand management system you'll have a way higher conversion rate and that is how you break the struggle of wanting to work with brands, but they do not want to work with you because brands want to work with people they know, like, and trust. And the 10 cent rule is exactly how you become someone they know, someone they like, and someone they trust. So what if you are thinking, man, I really want to use a 10 cent rule, but I'm dreaming big. I want to work with a huge brand. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like there's thousands of comments on Instagram. There's so many people seeming like they're employing this 10 cent rule. Like I'm, such a small fish like how can they how can i get someone to notice me totally how the heck do i get in touch with these yeah these brands that don't even seem like they're people it's just this big ominous again figure uh yeah like christy said you got to start fishing in smaller ponds so i'll give you guys another example um of how i use the 10 cent rule to land a gig with uber uh i was down in new zealand and one day I saw on an Instagram story from a marketing agency I'd been following for about a year. They said, any filmmakers in New Zealand, North Island specific. Now I'm from Canada. I was in New Zealand for a couple months at that time. And I went, oh my gosh, the story was up for two seconds. Have you ever been on Instagram when you look at someone's story and it says two S? So I literally saw it immediately. I reached out to them. I said, I am the guy. What do you need? I'm in New Zealand. I'm on the North Island. I can be anywhere you need. And within the next 20 minutes, I had signed you know, and, and put, put through a deal with them to shoot a commercial for them, a social ad, um, that was going to go all over the country, all over Australia, actually, and New Zealand shooting where Uber could take you in New Zealand as they were just launching in New Zealand. Now you might be sitting here going, well, that's just right place, right time, Joey. You just got there. You were the first person to respond to the story. And that is true. That is right place, right time. But what you guys don't see and what you didn't hear in that story was I was interacting with that marketing agency following their stuff, liking their stuff, commenting on their stuff, telling them how much I appreciate their work and how much I value seeing what they're doing in the world and how they're impacting the world. I was doing that for weeks before that Mm -hmm. because I knew that they worked with people like Uber and some other big names. Just on the off chance that, you know, stars ever aligned, I want them to make sure, sorry, I wanted to make sure that they knew, liked, and trusted me. And what happened, well, after weeks of interacting with them, little pieces here and there, again, not in crazy ways, just in dropping my two cents every once in a while, stars aligned, I saw the story, I reached out, and instantly, within a few minutes, they had had booked me for the gig, and I got to work with Uber, which is really cool. And we got to shoot, like, such a fun project with them. So cool. So if you do not know how to get into these bigger ponds, go to the smaller ponds. I didn't go straight to Uber. I went to the smaller pond, which was an agency I knew and I had seen working with Uber. Absolutely. Go to the smaller pond. Or if you're like, man, I really want to work directly with some brand, but they're a huge brand, maybe go to the spots of their marketing where they're actually trying to grow, where Mm -hmm. they're actually trying to attract people. If a brand is trying to grow their YouTube channel and you're the one commenting every time they put out a YouTube video on their YouTube, they're going to freaking love you. They will love you. That brand manager will love you. 
So you guys, we hope, man, that this is so helpful because we know how frustrating it is to want to work with brands, but feels like they don't want to work with you. And really the the solution to that is focusing on relationship capital. Mm -hmm. That is where you will find you will be giving value. Therefore, they will want to reciprocate value mm-hmm. back to you. Mm-hmm. Building that relationship is a lot more personal than you probably thought it was and it will continue to always be something that is personal. So get in the personal game mm-hmm. of it. Takeaways. Brands are people. They're not big, weird creatures. Brands only want to work with people they know, like, and trust. Never ask a brand to marry you on the first date, aka never ask a brand to pay you the first time they've ever talked to you. And last but not least, focus on relationship capital, which just simply means focus on building relationships that will produce for you down the road and you'll be set to go. So I hope this helps you break the creative struggle today because you know that's what the show is all about. Breaking the creative struggle today is all about why brands don't want to work with you and how to fix that. So we hope that helped you. And hey, we're again, we're doing the iPad giveaway. So if you like this podcast, shoot us a little review. Again, go onto Apple Podcasts. If you're already on it, just scroll down, write a review, give us a five-star rating, and you'll be entered because that's happening on the 19th. Exactly. So, and you guys hit us up on Instagram at Creative Rise, creative with no E. Send us a message about what you want to hear. We love, love, love that feedback because we just want this to be valuable for you. Have a great conversation with you and we're having a ton of fun doing it. So appreciate all of you and we will talk to you soon. Peace out. Thank you so much for joining us today. We were so happy to have you here. And do not forget to jump onto iTunes, give us a five-star rating and write a written review. That would mean the world to us. And we'll catch you next time on the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle and it should be simple. Peace.